And we now go to the manager of the Benalla Race Club in Cameron Symes uh, joining us. Uh, how are you, Cam? Going well, thanks. Yourself? What's it like there on what is a, a, an unusual day, of course? It's a public holiday, but um, do you have some owners on track? Well, it's pretty quiet at the moment. We have we have three owners here at the moment. Uh, we only had 24 registered. So there's a few coming from the Cup. I think there's a couple of locals from Wangaratta that got a runner in the Cup. So I think there's 10 of those coming down for us. Now, Cam, it's obviously a different year for us all and uh, definitely the club, but you must have, I guess, you've found that little niche in the public holiday on the Friday and last year you had, I was at your cup meeting, it was such a great meeting. You must be looking forward to next year and just hopefully getting some some consistency there for the club and you're happy with this race date. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was very keen in, in moving with the public holiday and uh, racing Victoria exceptional in allowing us to sort of we were just hovering in the wind there for a while until the AFL decided when they were going to run the grand final and um, they allowed us to swap with the Chuka who uh, were scheduled for today and we were Monday so that enabled us to stay on the public holiday we've had to change our cup distance to suit race programming but that'll be just a, a once off and then hopefully get back to public holiday and COVID normal as such next year and we built uh, up such a great rapport within the community and, and people travelling for the Cup, so we're hoping they come out in their droves next year. Ken, that was my next question about the Cup distance itself because the honour board of the race has been so good. Obviously, we had a couple of years there without a Cup. Was there any pushback at all initially or did you just realise we've got to do this to make sure we can get the day up and running and, like a lot of things in 2020, just be flexible and fluid? That, that's pretty much what you said at the end, just be flexible. Um, Nothing's been normal this year, and and we were pretty keen to, to stick with the with the public holiday, so that people know that that's that's Benalla and that's when Benalla Cup will be on. So we were flexible and and speaking with the team at um, RV, they were you know trying as best they could to to work out, and we basically just swapped our second feature meeting uh, race, being the Weary Dunlop, that's now gone from twelve hundred to two thousand. So there's there's a feature event with that, and the Cup's over fourteen hundred, and the field stacked up really well, got some. A lot of good horses in there that have won plenty of prize money and it's always good when you get a couple of locals that have a runner as well. Yeah, there is a very inter- interesting trivia point, uh, Nick and Maggie. I, I won't put you on the spot because I spoke to Cameron last week, but the Benalla Race Club was the last race club to hold a normal meeting. Their Euroa Cup meeting way back at the start of the year was the last time public ticket holders, members, anyone was at a racetrack and a few days later it all, all changed... <laughs> Didn't it, Cameron? See, a bit of trivia there. You're the last club to actually hold a, inverted commas, normal meeting. That's right, yes. March 15 it was. We had the Euro Cup. I think we were out up to the 500 then. And then there was a little bit of talk that we might have had some crowd back. But, um, yeah, not to be. So we're, we're hoping soon these numbers, they keep coming down. And we keep talking about this dreadful thing. But, yeah, we're, uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And we're looking forward to working with CRV and, and the marketing team getting people back on courses as soon as possible when it's safe to do so. Yeah, well, that, that does feel like a lifetime ago, but you're luckily squeezed in the Euro Cup, Euro Cup meeting. Um, in terms of uh, the club, Cam, you've been doing a lot of um, upgrades to the facilities and, you know, I know you've got a new amenities block and stuff like that. So what are some of the upgrades you've had to the club? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we don't race during the winter um, at all, so we, we had a bit of a window there to do some work. So we... Basically did a full refurb of our members' facility upstairs um, and put in a commercial kitchen 
and we tur- turned our old uh, dining room kitchen into uh, a toilet block because um, our, our crowd's grown so much and we have to get in portable facilities on cup day, so we've been able to uh, put in a, a permanent toilet block there and, um, yeah, they've come up really well. And we've also, in the last month, we've gone ahead and um, you can probably remember being on cup day in the, in the VIP marquees down on the lawn, they're a little bit lower. We've actually built a built a new mound and raised that up 1,500 from the ground so that, you know, everyone in, in those marquees on cup day can see the entire course. So it's another little ad- added feature here at Benoa. I like the fact you said to Maggie, you would know being in the VIP marquees. That is the only way she operates on a racetrack, that's for sure. Now, Cam, the last few years, we've had some really good horses win the Cup. Hangman last year, Mr Garcia two years ago, Lord Fandango three years ago. It's been great to see not only so many different trainers win, but so many different jockeys as well. Has there been a race that stood out of one of your favourites in the last couple of years? Oh, Lord Fandango um, springs to mind, and then it went on to do pretty well at Caulfield. So that's... Um yeah, that that was a really good run, and and I think he's still going around in Sydney. I think he ran up there a couple of weeks ago for a new trainer. So yeah, that that one springs to mind. Just can you explain again to our listeners? Um, in a few weeks' time, they'll see the Euroa Cup, and you had the Euroa Cup we mentioned earlier this year. Why two Euroa Cups this year? Uh, different race season. <laughs> so uh, our Euroa Cup used to be in for years. It was always on. The last Sunday, the um, Flemington Spring Carnival, and it got moved to March. The Euroa Committee were pretty keen to to trial it there. It didn't go as well as expected, so there was we we pushed pretty hard with with Race Victoria to get it back into in the middle of the Spring Carnival, and um, there was always going to be that that changeover. And it's yeah, it's a different race season. So Euroa Cup this twenty twenty one season will be in November. And just finally, unlike the Brownlow medal where the winner picks up the medal himself, the Gold Cup today, will you present that to someone? I actually won't. I've got committee doing that, obviously, with our owners and sponsors on one side of the barrier. Um, I'm actually on the industry side helping out there. So our committee will handle that and um, hopefully we've got got the winning owners here. Um, We can present them with a trophy and if the trainers are here, I can give them a little cup as well. Fantastic. Great to have you on our special coverage. Enjoy the rest of the day, Cameron. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the day.